Greetings, podcasters. My name is Dayla Nollis, and welcome to the first episode of Chicken Talk. Chicken Talk is a no-nonsense, non-sugar-coated podcast for people interested in owning chickens. Are you thinking about raising chickens, but you're not quite sure where to start? In this episode, we will be covering the basic things you should know before taking the plunge. Number one, you'll need a good coop. You can either buy a prefabricated one at your local farm supply store, or you may decide to build one on your own. You may even get lucky enough to find someone selling one on Craigslist. If you do buy a prefab coop, make sure that it is big enough for the amount of chickens you plan to have. It is recommended that you have a minimum of 4 square feet in the coop and 10 square feet in the run per chicken. You will also need a minimum of one nesting box per 4 to 5 chickens. Prefab coops range anywhere from $300 for three to five chickens and up from there. If you decide to build one yourself, it's probably not going to save you a whole lot of money in the long run, but you will get to customize it to your liking. Do your research on good coop designs and get plans for the coop if you can. This will make your life much easier in the long run. When we first decided to get chickens, we needed to find a coop that was big enough for 10. Fortunately, my husband is handy, so we decided to build our own. I researched site after site, learning all about what chicken coops should and shouldn't have. I wanted to learn from the mistakes of others by hopefully avoiding to make the same mistakes myself. I was on a mission to build the most cost-effective, efficient, safe, and easy-to-maintain coop there ever was. There is a site I stumbled across called BackyardChickens.com and, of course, Pinterest, that I also found very helpful in my quest for the perfect coop. When all is said and done, if you're building a custom coop, you can expect to spend anywhere between $500 and $1,000 depending on the size of your coop. Number two, get to know your local chicken expert. Find a local expert at your nearest farm supply store and save their number. Many veterinarians can be great resources for chickens as well. The website BackyardChickens.com that I mentioned before can also be a great resource for you, especially if you do not live in an area where farm supply stores and chicken experts are prevalent. This site has tons of great information that covers everything you need to know about chickens. Another option, if you have children, is to see if your county has a 4-H club to join. They will serve as a community where you can share ideas and information, and it's a great learning experience for the kids. I signed my kids up for our local 4-H chapter before we got our chickens, and so far, they are loving it. Number three, you may get a rooster in the bunch, even if you didn't want one. Chicken sexing is only 90% accurate, so there is a slight chance that you will get a rooster in your bunch. This may not be a problem for some because roosters do help keep predators away and are good, obviously, for breeding purposes. But many people do not want roosters because they can be aggressive and very noisy. Also, some cities and towns have laws against owning roosters. Number four, chickens die. Chickens don't have a very long lifespan as it is, about three to five years on average. But in addition to that, there are so many different ways chickens can die in early death. So it is important to know that going in and try not to get too attached or you will be very sad. If you have dogs, watch them carefully when your chickens are out. Some dogs are more prone to killing your chickens than others, but even if you think your dog would never harm a fly, keep a close eye on them, at least in the beginning. 
There are also various other predators that will be attracted to your flock. Raccoons, hawks, snakes, and bobcats are of the most common in our area of Florida. Be sure to keep this in mind when designing your coop and to hopefully prevent a massacre. Chickens also can get sick easily and spread the disease to others. Educate yourself on diseases and vaccinations for your chickens. It is important to identify a sick chicken as early as possible so that you can isolate that chicken and prevent it from spreading through your entire flock. This is where your chicken expert from number two can be helpful. Number five, fresh chicken eggs are the best. Just know that your chickens may not always lay eggs when you think they should. I did my research on this before getting our chicks. Different breeds supposedly start laying eggs at different times, but keep in mind this is still just a guideline. Some of your chickens may never lay a single egg. There doesn't seem to be a true rhyme or reason for how often your chickens will lay eggs regardless of what breed they are. They may lay every day for a month and then take a break for a few days, then start laying every other day. All you can do is make sure they have good whole grain food with at least 17% protein, water them often, and keep the light on until you go to bed. When they do lay eggs, you are reaping one of the biggest benefits of having chickens. The eggs taste supremely good, much better than store-bought eggs, and they're fresh. Having a basket of fresh eggs on the counter to draw from is a lovely experience. The colors of the shells are so beautiful, and picking them up warm from the brooder is the most positive sign of freshness you can imagine. Number six, chickens can be dirty and smelly. Chickens poop like nobody's business, which creates a smell like all get out. Be sure your coop is lined with plenty of bedding, is well ventilated, and easy to clean. This can help cut down on the stink. Oh, and did I mention the flies that will join the party? It's a good idea to hang a few fly traps in and around your coop to keep them at bay. If you're going to have a screened-in run for your chickens, be sure to research different types of flooring for the run that works well in your climate. In Florida, for example, many chicken farmers recommend using sand in the run instead of hay or pine shavings. Sand essentially acts as a huge litter box so you can scoop the poop much easier and worry about cleaning the coop much less often. Number seven, chickens are fun to watch and a great learning experience if you have kids. We love watching our chickens play together. They are so funny and each of them have a different personality. They chase each other, push each other around, fly up in the air a few feet and then drop down, roll in the dirt, scratch and pet. Sitting on the porch and looking at them can be a wonderfully relaxing and enjoyable experience. The whole process of raising chickens can also be a great learning opportunity if you have kids, an experience they are not likely to ever forget. So to summarize, there are many things to consider before plunging into the world of chicken raising. It's important to do your research ahead of time so you know what you're getting yourself into. Raising chickens is not always roses, but all in all, it can be a very enriching adventure for you and your family. Thanks so much for tuning into Chicken Talk and have a wonderful day. The music used in this podcast is entitled Merry Go and was obtained from Incompetech.com.